Hey, this is Vimari Roman with Be Productive Coaching. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my friend, Scott Ferguson. Time to Shine Today, Varsity Squad. It is Scott Ferguson, and we are at episode 120. And I have a fantastic treat for you today with my really good friend, Vimari Roman. Uh, from Be Productive Coaching. Uh, she is a coach that really uh, takes her time with her clients, uh, really digs into their past, and helps them pull forward by guidance. She doesn't give you the answers, but she uses guidance to help you find the best of yourself. So without further ado, here's my really good friend, my sister from another mista, Vimari Roman from Be Productive Coaching. Hey, 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 time to shine today. Varsity Squad is Scott Ferguson, and I got my neighbor to the south. She's about 60 miles to the south. Um, a good friend, Vimari Roman, or Roman as a lot of people like call her, but I like to kind of twirl my tongue every once in a while. I'll try anyways. Not that, that great, but she's the founder of Be Productive Coaching, and what she really does is she takes people that might be a little burned out and she likes to use the paralysis analysis like really reading too much into things and leveling up the career and she for lack of a better term dumbs it down adds her expertise and helps them level up so she like i said she helps them get out of an analysis or paralysis analysis gain confidence and take massive action to find the career that moves them uh, she found the uh, Be Productive Coaching in 2014 and serves clients from all over the world working virtually. With over 20 years of experience in leadership, Vimari has successfully mentored and coached hundreds, that's some serious credentials, peeps, hundreds of high-performing professionals in various industries, assisting their transition to live exciting lives filled with greater purpose, career satisfaction, and of course, the dollar higher pay. So, Vamari, I'm so stoked. Thank you so much for coming on. If you could, please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today squad. But first, what is your favorite color and why? <laughs> I am wearing it. <laughs> right. Is that it's, fuchsia or pink? It's red, actually. It's red, okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's red. It's okay. Okay. Um, you know, for a long time, it's funny you ask that question. For a long time, I would answer that question with, I don't have a favorite. Right. Because I just love variety and I just, um, you know, there are many colors that I like, but I, um, in recent times, I think after I became an entrepreneur and, and trying to find my brand, I realized that red is my color. It is. And it's your, in your color wheel. It's a yes. powerful color. It's a uh, driven color. Um, but it seems like you're so a little bit soft spoken, maybe a light blue might kind of flow in there as well at times. Soft spoken. <laughs> I think that's the first. <laughs> well, we'll call it caring. Okay. Maybe blue caring. So give us a little bit of origins because you were in the corporate world. Did I do? I, am I saying that correctly? And then you got bored, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Let's, let's go there. So I, um, I say I grew up because I literally grew up in the hospitality industry. My father was a general manager for hotels, and my first job was at a front desk at his hotel. Okay. And I ended up falling in love with the industry. And although I wanted to originally become a psychologist, I, um, I did so well in the industry that my career just really took off. And I spent 22 years in hospitality, working with um, first some small family 
owned uh, corporations in New York City. And then uh, when I came down to Miami, I worked with Sinesta Hotels. And then from there, I went to Hilton Hotels. Well, so you would think that like in the hospitality and work in the front desk, a, a psychology degree probably would come in with a tech because I know your husband's a realtor. <laughs> I'm a realtor by trade, which my squad knows that. But like work in the front desk of a hotel. You kind of have to have your marriage counselor hat on, you know, all the other counselors. So you were getting prepped to be absolutely. a coach, you know, because oh, you're, you're dealing with stuff. Awesome. So let's take it from there. So you had the 22 years in, and, and how did we level up into being a coach? So I was 22 years in, and throughout that career, I there were certain times during my career that I felt like I needed to do something greater, that, you know, I, I was enjoying and I was really good at what I did. But the fear of, I didn't finish my college, so I didn't have my degree. So that was a fear that creeped in quite a bit. And I found that anytime that I thought about wanting to switch careers, I didn't know where, where to start. I just thought that not having a degree was going to hold me back. I didn't know how to transfer my skills. Okay. And so... I found myself um, at the 22 years at a, a position where I was the director of sales and marketing for a hotel. And, it, and I took that position because it was closer to home. And the, they actually gave me the pay that I have, had asked for. It wasn't a hotel that I would normally go to work at just because most of my hotels were luxury resorts and in either Caribbean or some type of beach destination. And okay. this was actually a hotel near the airport. So it was um, a totally different uh, type of hotel, but I wanted to take the challenge because I found myself bored. Okay. And so I took on the challenge and immediately I knew why they offered me the salary that I asked for. Um, I definitely worked very hard for it. I knew immediately it wasn't going to be the right fit in terms of the company. However, I stuck it out because I'm old school and I felt that it needed to look good on my resume, that I was there at least a year. Um, I was not one to jump around from company to company. And so that fear creeped in again and that insecurity. And I decided to stay and I was miserable for most of that year, um, working very long hours, not liking the culture that I was in. I didn't agree with my values. And towards the end of that year, when I was getting ready to quit, um, my boss at the time, who was the general manager, basically showed his true colors to me. Mm. Um, so his, he, he had a different leadership style that I didn't necessarily agree with, but he kept that away from me because I was the director of sales and marketing and we were bringing in revenues and, okay. he, really, and he really needed that. And so at that point in time, he was not happy with certain numbers and he called me and blindsided me. I didn't appreciate the way he did it. Sure. And immediately after I proved that his numbers were incorrect, um, he became defensive. Of course. And from that moment on, we were like head to head. We weren't getting along. You know, I'm not a yes, yes, sir type of person. <laughs> so. Fiery, fiery red. There you go. So we were, you know, we went to head to head. We weren't getting along. 
And um, I was getting ready to quit. It was, I was, uh, was going to be a year in November. But sometime, I think it was either September or October, HR called me in. And they gave me a nice severance and gave me a non-confidentiality to sign. And, you know, I, I happily said goodbye. Okay. But I found myself um, at home wondering, okay, well, what's next? And I knew that I wanted to take a couple of months really to just decompress from that sure. experience. I took those two months off and I kept just thinking, where do I want to go next? And I couldn't, I couldn't find a hotel that really excited me. I couldn't find a company that excited me. And that's when I started to think about going into business for myself. Okay. Um, I didn't have anything ready. I didn't have a business plan or anything. <laughs> and then one day the fear started to creep in again, like, oh my gosh, this is the first time in my 22 year career. I've been working since I was 15 years old that I had, don't have a job. I don't have a plan. What am I going to do? And at that moment, my phone rang and it was a, uh, my first client. It was someone that was referred to me uh, to help her she was having a meeting and as a director of sales and marketing, my focus was to bring meetings uh, to resorts and hotels. Um, and so we would bring incentives or meetings. And she was with a corporation that was looking to have a meeting. She had not planned a meeting in the past. And so a colleague of hers recommended that she work with me. And it was a colleague I worked with 10 years prior and just kept in okay. touch through LinkedIn. And so when she called me, I, what came out of my mouth was that I was an independent and that I could help her. And okay. so I, I don't know that I always say that that was divinely guided because I was not independent. I wasn't <laughs> planning on doing that. <laughs> and that's really when be productive meetings and events um, took off. So that's when I decided to start my meeting planning company. So you have 22 years experience. You are top notch. People respect you in the business, except for that one gentleman. Uh, so what did your family think about you kind of taking on this endeavor when you have all this experience in the hospitality <laughs> management? What was their take on it? So my mom <laughs> was right. just like, what are you doing? Right. You need to go get a nine to five. Um, you can't do this. She, uh, she was worried. You know, my mom's a worrier and mm -hmm. her fear kicked in, right? Mm -hmm. um, my ex-husband at the time was not happy about it. He wanted me also to go get a nine to five. Um, and so I really didn't have the support uh, okay. from, from the family, but I was, I was driven. I believed in myself. I knew that I, I had a very successful career and I knew that I could do it on my own. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I just had that, that shift in my mindset yeah. that, and, and really the desire to succeed. Yes. I said, I will do, passion, yeah. I said, I will do every, I remember saying to myself, I will, I am going to do everything I can not to step into another hotel and have to work at another hotel again. I love that. So you, you that was 2014 ish. That, that no, that was in 2013. Okay, yeah. so 2013, so six seven years ago. So you have some experience of coaching. So what what do you think for Mari makes a great coach? I think the non judgment and the, and and really the listening part of it, and giving that guidance without giving the answers. Ah, let them figure it out on their own with mm -hmm. a little bit of a push. Mm -hmm. All right. I love that. So if I am 
out at a networking event and which down here in South Florida, it's we're supposed to be at 25%, but it's more like 50, 60, 75%. Right. Um, and I'm pressing some flesh. I'm meeting some people. What, if I'm talking to someone one-on-one, what am I listening for that would make them a good prospect referral connection for Bramari at Be Productive Coaching? Someone who's a high performance performer and is, is not fulfilled. It's not excited about the work that they're doing. They just know that there's something else out there and they've they now have that enlightenment where they realize this is not what I want to be doing, but so I have stuck. no idea. But they're stuck, and they have no idea. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is most people think, and I I felt that way too. Is am I going to be able to make the money that I need sure. to make? Gotcha. Because this is what I've been doing for a long time. Okay. Awesome. Love it. So when you're bringing somebody in, uh, maybe a discovery. And then you say, okay, this person's going to be a great fit for Be Productive Coaching, or you're going to be a great fit for them. What, and I need you to share a little bit of your secret sauce here, Sista. Um, <laughs> what is your protocol, if you will, for helping to find their blind spot? So I, you know, my secret sauce is that I dig into their childhood, believe it or not. I go back to, I start with when was the first time that you realized that you wanted to be something when you grew up, when you grew up. Um, and then I go through the different stages of their childhood. So usually um, you first say, I want to be, you know, a child that maybe five years old or six years old may say, I want to be a police officer. I want to, sure. I want to be a fireman. And then, you know, because that's what they see. And then I, I ask why, you know, why was that an interest? And then we go into like middle school mm-hmm. and then we go to high school. So you dig deep. I dig deep. Okay. I dig deep. And sometimes people don't understand. They're like, why do you want to know what, you know, what no. I wanted to be when I grew up back There's then? There's programming facets that happen then that are making them what they are now, correct? Am Absolutely. I saying that right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And there's also a shift. So there's a lot of people that go into a specific industry or they get a, you know, they get a college degree in something because of their parents. Right. Um, and okay. not because it's something that really they they had an interest in sure they um and you know it, it's that's a really difficult question to ask someone who's just about to graduate a 17 or an 18 year old what right. do you want to be when you grow up i mean sure. i don't know how many people at that age um really know really know and yeah. are still doing what they decided that they wanted to do gotcha so if you you brought somebody on or let, let's say you're still kind of in the discovery process with them Vamari. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Um, hmm, that's a good. That's a great question. A question that they. Um, you wish that me. I would be reaching out to you and say, "Mario, tell me about a fail. Where have you <laughs> failed?" You know, that's what I want my coaching clients to ask me. But yeah, you're a you little know, bit differently because you're in the hospitality industry where you're having to turn it on every day. So, but you know what, give me a question that you wish someone would ask you, please. I guess what took you so long? (laughs) That is awesome. That's one of the best answers to that question I've ever had. (laughs) 
That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, because it's, and sometimes I, I, I find that I am working with someone who's early in their career, but has really figured it out that that's not what they want to do. And they're maybe in their late twenties or early thirties. Mm-hmm. And when I think about it, I, I wish I would have made the change then. Right. right? Sure. Um, so I think maybe, you know, that's that why is, like, I'm looking at your website right now and it's just like 22 years, this and this, and with over 20 years of experience in it, and it's, I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube peeps, I don't have any idea how she's been doing anything <laughs> in 22 years. She looks so young. Let's be that Puerto Rican, which is uh fantastic. Um, but yeah, I can see, I can see that was a, that's a great question. Like what took you song to understand that you're uh, coaching material, but you are prepped doing what you did for so mm-hmm. long. You prepped yourself to be a coach. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's fantastic. So let's get in our uh, Marty McFly. You know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay, let's get in our DeLorean. Let's go back to the 22-year-old Bamari. Mm-hmm. What kind of knowledge nuggets are you dropping on her with the experience that you have now? It's stop questioning yourself. Um, uh, I would say stop questioning yourself and, and just do it. Take, take the chances, take, um, take the risks Cause we learn from our mistakes. You know, if, if you are making a mistake, you learn from your mistakes. Right. Those mistakes help you continue to move forward. I love it. And then what we say here at time to shine, get your asking gear, you yeah. know, ask for help when needed. There's people mm-hmm. there that are willingly, they, you know, you ask and it will, you know, really ask, mm-hmm. you know, send it out to the universe, to God, you know, right. they do, he does provide, that's for sure. So, absolutely. okay. So now we're going to move into your dash. We talk a lot about the dash here at Time to Shine today and the dash, I want you to tell me how you want your dash remembered that little uh, mark in between your life date and death date. How do you want your dash to be hmm. remembered? How, maybe your epitaph, how, how do you want Vermari? legacy to be I want to be able to touch as many people as I can I I want to be able to make a difference in every interaction that I have love it that's beautiful that is beautiful that's that's a total goal giver you know spirit which a lot of us out here we really appreciate that so okay so let's take out our cell phone let's take out our laptop anything electronic there are three things Vermari cannot live without. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> yeah, we're both doing it. You know? Yep. <laughs> uh, gotta have my coffee. Um, dark chocolate. Ooh, there you go. Dark chocolate. I just love my dark chocolate. Um, Your hubby's a given. So well, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not thinking family or, I, you know, because clearly my family always comes first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, and I, I always say God comes first for me because I don't have anything, you know, without him. But the third thing that keeps coming to my mind is my, my prayer, my prayer okay. life. Gotcha. I just have, yeah. I would think with you in a sense, it also community. I think that you've been around people oh. so much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That like from hospitality, you're dealing with different personalities running through that door. Just like your hubby and I deal with different personalities when they're purchasing probably their biggest investment they're going to make up to that point in their life. Right. 
you have a lot of emotions that come running, you know, through that door. So I think that you crave community a little bit. Am I right in that? You know, most people think I'm an extrovert okay. because I, I guess I could be, I, I'm a little bit of both, you okay. know, um, I, I don't think, and I think most of us have a little bit of both. Um, and so I, I think as I've gotten older, Maybe I don't crave that community because I've created community. Oh, listen to that baller out <laughs> sentence right there. She she doesn't crave it because she's created it. I love that. I love it. You know, oh, between... I'm going to use that. Don't crave, create. All right. Yeah. Doing that. I'll give you. I'll give you credit on that. But uh, hey, so what is the big, the B I G, the big thing Vermari wants to accomplish? I want to be productive to be more than Vimari. I want to be productive to, I see a small firm where I bring on different coaches that have different strengths and that can, you know, we, we can all follow in the mission okay. of making a difference and, and, and bringing that excitement and that fulfillment to others. Beautiful. Really beautiful. Just don't be stealing mine. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, there's a, that's what we believe in here at Time to Shine today is really collaborate instead of com compete. Correct. You know, mm -hmm. and just kind of really help everybody level up, work together, help everyone level up. So, Fermari, what's your definition of a life well lived? A joyful life, um, a peaceful life. And, you know, as far as I can remember, I used to always say a life without regrets. Love it. Love it. So we're going to, as we wind it down just a little bit, we're mm -hmm. going to move into our leveling up lightning round. Mm -hmm. So you and I could talk 15, 20, 30 minutes on each one of these questions. You got five seconds and we're going to okay. time you. I'm kidding. We're not going to time you, but just whatever <laughs> comes, to you can answer all these off the top of your head. Okay. You, you ready? Yep. What's the best leveling up advice from Ari's ever received? Oof. Um, Tell people about what you do. Love it. Love it. Share, share, share. Share. So mm -hmm. speaking of sharing, share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I schedule my alone time. <laughs> there you go. Mm -hmm. Little sabbaticals for yourself, right? You <laughs> yeah. got to have them. Yeah. So other than your website, and of course, Time to Shine Today's website, <laughs> my shameless plug, what other internet resource do you go to level up? LinkedIn. Okay, there you go. That's how we met. Mm -hmm. right? so <laughs> yeah. Not the book you're reading now or like any like flavor of the month. What's the one book that if someone's in the doldrums are really looking to level up, like mine's The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews, mm -hmm. you know, or The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. What is the book that you might hand somebody and say, read this other than the good book, the Bible, but other, mm -hmm. any other book? Yeah, you know, because of what I do, um, and it's an, it's, it's an assessment slash um, book, because mm -hmm. you can learn about your strengths, it's a strengths finder. Mm. Um, it's a Gallup strengths finder. Love it. Love it. Um, and so that directly relates to what I do. It's Beautiful. people finding their strengths. And it okay. does. It did. I have another one, though. <laughs> What's that? What's that book? Um, and I, I, just, I just read it not recently. Essentialism okay. um, by Greg McCown. Okay. Um, I found that that's the book everyone should be reading right now. Love it. Love it. I just came across a new one too. It's called Buddha and the Badass. 
Fantastic mm. book. Okay. Fantastic book. So tell me, what is your most commonly used emoji when you're texting? I think the prayer. The prayer one? Okay. <laughs> I love it. So if you could be one age for the rest of your life, what would it be? The age that I am now, 42. Beautiful. All right. Look at you, 42. <laughs> I mean, like, I always say, like, between 28 and 32, because I'm 48, you know, I'm, huh? I'm 49. So it's like I... I always kind of go back that just for the way my body felt like I'm still mm-hmm. take care of myself, but right. it's like the body feeling. That so way. I agree. Cause I was doing my yoga this morning and I was a little, Leg you know, tight, right? tight. <laughs> um, so I guess body wise, it yeah. would be in my thirties because okay. I feel early thirties. So okay. maybe 20, 28 and 30. Gotcha. But mind wise, I, I would say, and spirit wise. Yeah right now you got that 42. wisdom now love it mm-hmm. love it so what's your fair, favorite charity or and or organization you'd like to give your time and or money to so i would say it's my local um mm-hmm. church so love my it. saint martha's and then I, I i do i am catholic um i do contribute to dynamic catholic beautiful if I love that. Last question. What is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? <laughs> I'm a 70s girl. Oh, there you go. We can definitely <laughs> I love hang. my disco. You know? <laughs> this, the 70s was like every kind of decade. 70s, 80s, and 90s were so transitional. Right. You had your disco. But you also uh-huh. had like your classic rock. And then you kind right. of moved into the 80s with your British bands, U2, and then, you know, Irish bands or whatnot, and big hair bands, mm-hmm. you know, and then the 90s brought us Nirvana and Pearl Jam. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, I love the 70s. So that's what I have on every morning. Mm-hmm. I have it on iHeartRadio 70s. It's fantastic. So, yeah, I love 70s. Ramari, how can we find you? You can find me on uh, my website. So beproductivecoaching.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, LinkedIn. I'm a big LinkedIn user. Yes, so connect with me on LinkedIn, Vamari Roman. And um, I'm also, I'm all, actually, I'm all, all over social media. So I do have an Instagram. It's Be Productive Coaching. Yep. Uh, Facebook is also Be Productive Coaching. And my Twitter is Be Productive MIA. MIA. What, I, I put that in the Twitter. Why is it MIA? Because, you know, Twitter only allows a certain amount <laughs> of characters. Yeah. And when I first created my Twitter, it was when I first had my first company, Be Productive Meetings and Events. In Miami. And in Miami. Yeah, okay. So that's I why I was be productive at MIA. So. I feel you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So you're going to write a book or what? I want to. It's been a dream for Do a long it. time. I think with your story, kiddo, <laughs> you need to write one. And I would almost write it in a business parable. Like okay. I would almost write it as in somebody that came up through the hospitality business and uh-huh. into like the mentors. You had to have had mentors show up in your life that we didn't even discuss just because I my mm-hmm. time constraints. But I'm right. sure that I think that you should definitely write a book. If you need help, you know, I would be happy to put you in touch with the people. Oh, um, absolutely. Because yeah. that's something I love writing. You have to. Uh, I you just have to. Haven't figured out which is the first story to tell. So. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. So leave the Time to Shine Today squad with the one last knowledge nugget you want them to take with them, internalize, and take action on, Bramari. Take action now. The time is now. The time is now. And I love that squad. It is the time is now. And we just had basically a full-blown masterclass with my sister from another Mista, uh, Bamari. She's fantastic. She's vibrant. She's fiery. 
she doesn't have like she as a coach she she coaches without judgment and she gives guidance but never gives the answers and that is the uh, sign of a great coach you just don't want to be told what to do you want to figure it out by yourself a little bit you know with the guidance and if you're stuck you need that guidance reach out to me and I can gladly put you in touch directly with Vermari, although all of her uh, information's down into the show notes. She's a coach that really digs into people's past. She really cares. And she wants to know how you were formed so she can take that, put it together with her expertise and help you level up and move forward. And she said, don't crave, but create. So if you don't really want something, go create it, go make that life that that you want. She wants to be more than Vermari. She wants to touch and help people and live life with no regrets. And Vermari is humble yet hungry. She levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's part of our squad now. Thank you so, so much for coming on, Vermari. It was a, our pleasure, 100%. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Scott. Excellent. Take care. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.